We're joined on the morning brief by Tim Hudak, former leader of the Ontario Conservatives, now with the Ontario Real Estate Association. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, John Moore. Okay, so the feds are banning TikTok on civil servants' phones. I can't get terribly exercised about this because I don't know why they need TikTok on their phones in the first place. <laughs> that, that's fair enough. And in some other jurisdictions, they're banning TikTok on, on personal phones if you also have a, a government app. So, you know, what's happening uh, here, my first reaction was this was, uh, you know, the government's way to say, oh, we're, we're, we're not too comfy with China after the revelations about uh, potential election interference. But in reality, this has been happening in many places. It started in the states, where it's banned in, uh, in many states from government phones, including uh, universities, campuses altogether. Uh, U.S. Department of Homeland Security, uh, Defense, and State the European Commission, John, has similarly uh, done so, and other Western nations considering it as well. Look, we're, it's not a, quite a, a cold war. It's maybe not even a, a cool war, but there is a chill in our relationships with, with China. I think it's important for all of us as allies to stand together. Is there a genuine concern about digital security and Chinese influence and gathering data? Absolutely. Look at the whole issue over over uh, YY, and now we have uh, this with respect to cases where Chinese officials have accessed Western uh, data. Forbes had a story late in 2022 about uh, those that own uh, TikTok uh, back in, uh, in China accessing personal information of a couple of reporters who they thought were meeting with former employees of TikTok that were leaking information to them. So I think Canada's made the right move. Will it be a broad-based ban? Uh, not here, but in some of the red states, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, speaking of Chinese interference, there are ongoing inquiries for, uh, or ongoing demands for an inquiry into Chinese election interference in Canada. But Justin Trudeau pushed back yesterday against the assertion, and I have to be uh, lawyerly in all of this, the insistence in some quarters that at least two liberal MPs are actually compromised. They're Chinese assets. He called that racist. What do you say? It's a major concern, and I think that the Prime Minister looks um, very flat-footed and and defensive here. Another reason, I, I just think he is off his game uh, and won't uh, run again. You know, This makes me very, very sad on, on a personal level. Uh, two of the politicians mentioned, Michael Chan and Han Dong, I've worked with the Ontario Legislature. Uh, I can tell you at the time when I was PC leader, there were always rumors uh, around uh, in the Chinese community that so-and-so was on the government uh, payroll, that this media outlet was controlled by the government uh, back in, in China. It was chilling, but it was an early level. And now it looks like, according to leaked CSIS documents, that they've gone professional. I, I think this is uh, alarming, that it deserves a, a full and independent inquiry. Look, if we've got a disease here of any kind, even the suspicion, it merits shining some sunlight some disinfectant to make sure that this is not the case, or if it is, you've got to shut it down. But to obfuscate, to say, well, you know, uh, this is just questioning Canada's elections, we shouldn't do so, it's Trumpian politics, or Trudeau's always sort of last desperate and tiresome gambit to call it racist. Now, that's beneath the dignity of the Prime Minister and this issue. Let's get on with investigating. What do you make of the idea of being sworn in as a Canadian citizen by just sort of scrolling and clicking like you're taking out a credit card. Awful, awful, yeah. I, heartbreaking, John. I, I, I hope this. They put a stop to this. I, you know, I, I, I look back over my 21 years in uh, in public life, and some of the more joyful ceremonies, we're seeing that the bright smiles, the, the tears in the eyes 
of new Canadians swearing a citizenship to this country that we love. It just reinforced how fortunate we are to live in Canada compared to so many other places in the world. Why people come here in the first place. I remember at, at, at um, uh, 20 Valley uh, Public School in, uh, in Vineland, the principal assembled the entire group of students and hosted a citizenship ceremony. And the kids rising to applause to, to welcome the new Canadians. And the looks not only in the faces of the new citizens, John, but how proud their families were that were there in attendance as well. This is a bad idea. It cheapens citizenship. And when you start to cheapen things, well, then people won't take it as seriously as they should. Look, if they need new commissioners, John, I'll, I'll put on the, the robe and the, and the dust wig, and I'm sure you will too, and we'll swear these new Canadians in. It shows the value of your citizenship. It is emotional, it's touching, and it shows why we're here in the first place. Now, you do know you don't have to wear a wig anymore. <laughs> just for exaggeration. But I'm always looking for a way just to do that once in a while. <laughs> Somebody called me this morning Mr. Tricorn because I was being all fussy about Canadian citizenship. <laughs> but And that's because I've always said I love like the usher of the Black Rod in, in, in Parliament. Um, an initiative to replace the beeping of devices in hospitals, which I would fully support. I remember, Tim, my mom had a stroke, and so when she was in the hospital, and she would never leave the hospital, she passed away, um, but they had a blood pressure cuff on her that would inflate about every five minutes to take her blood pressure, and it would beep so loudly that it disturbed everybody in the room and woke my mother up on many occasions. So the initiative would be to reduce the number of beeping machines that they use and maybe make the beeps more pleasant. Maybe they could yes. play music like our cell phones. Yeah, God bless, right? As much as I despise the idea of getting rid of the swearing in ceremonies for the oath, I, I love this idea. Yeah, it, it, it touches me. It's my, um, uh, my dad's birthday, March the 2nd, and he sadly passed away a couple of years ago. And a, a long, slow decline uh, in in hospital, and and I'm thinking as you're going through this, like how does a man sleep? How does he get, get any kind of re re recovery? Does some some strength and and what he was dealing with, and that constant whirring and, and beeping, this cacophony of, of sounds that you know just have to undermine any kind of peace of mind that the individual or the family has in that situation. I, I think it's awful. And I, I guess it makes sense where it comes from because when you're inventing this equipment back in the day. Uh, that you wanted to have sort of shrill noises so that hospital staff would be alerted. But I think today you could replace those sounds with things that are more soothing. The hospital staff could still respond. You mentioned musical notes. I, I think my, my daughter Maitland got uh, the Google Nest uh, for uh, for Christmas from Santa. And, you know, she plays crickets at night or waves these soothing sounds. Anything that can make those painful moments a bit easier on the soul, I, I deeply, deeply welcome. I will tell you, in the kids' hospitals, and Debbie spent so much time there with Maitland overnight, they do make a better effort uh, in this area. They're ahead of the game. But if there's one thing, John, they could do right after this, sleep deprivation. How anyone can actually sleep with all those bells, whistles, and wires attached to their body is beyond me. That's in the form of human torture. That should be next on the list. Yeah, this is why I, I vow, and I guess I don't have full control over this, but I've never spent a night in a hospital myself, and I never want to, honestly. And I... Uh, you know, to come back to my mom and sharing a room with a guy who was taking inspirational lectures off of his cell phone and playing them out loud, it just, it, it was an awful place to be.
Yeah, it, it is. It is you're going through torture enough, and then to have that sort of noise hell uh, uh, around you. I, I suspect we just do it because we've always done it that way. I was pleased to see the study. No surprise. Now let's just get on with easing up some of that shrillness and give some peace to those that are trying to recover. Thank you very much, sir. Good to have you. Have a great day.